Welcome to the Proclaim podcast, where we sit down with missionary disciples and talk all things around sharing Jesus with others. Welcome back to the Proclaim podcast. My name is Eric. I'm the director for Proclaim, and I have two guests with me today. I'm excited to see where the Holy Spirit leads our conversation. Karen McGee and Etienne O'Toole are parishioners, lay leaders, missionary disciples from Christ the Redeemer in West Vancouver. And they're here to share a little bit of their experience of the Holy Spirit and their experience of Encounter School of Ministry uh, that has transformed and, and offered a, a way of living and uh, and serving the Lord. Uh, and, um, and just hearing their stories briefly, I thought this is a, a wonderful uh, witness to share with our Proclaim a constituent, our Proclaim listeners. As you know, Proclaim is a movement here in our archdiocese, awakening disciples to proclaim Jesus. And one of our values that we aim to live out of and, and encourage is that we would live out of a spirit-led boldness, that the Holy Spirit would prompt us and guide us and lead our lives um, in a way that, uh, that helps us not only grow closer to God personally, but to invite others to consider a relationship with God as well. So thank you, Karen. Thank you, Etienne, for taking the time to record this podcast episode. I'm going to start by asking Karen, could you share with us a little bit about Encounter School of Ministry? Sure. It, Encounter School of Ministry started in 2018 uh, with, uh, in Michigan with Patrick Rice and Father Matthias. Uh, they started a school um, to bring the love of God through uh, the signs and wonders, uh, power of the Holy Spirit. And they, and they really wanted to, they realized a lot of it had fallen away and they wanted to bring it back into the Catholic Church. And so they started this school uh, in 2018 and by 2020, they had not just their campus, but seven, I don't know, seven other campuses that started up uh, under their umbrella, and then they started an online school. So it's just been this amazing uh, two-year online program for us that's just equipped us to um, bring the love of God to our family and our parishes in, in a way I didn't know was possible. Wow. I'm going to ask Etienne first, and then Karen, you can respond uh, right after. Uh, what prompted you to sign up and to go through Encounter? Yeah, well, for me, it was my colleague at the school I work at, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas in North Van. Um, so Colleen Stevenson, mm. she invited me to do Encounter. And, you know, at the time, for me, it was like I had no reason to say no. <laughs> I actually told her, oh, just keep prompting me because, you know, like I felt maybe like a tiny little nudge, but that grew over time until eventually, you know, um, I signed up because by the time I signed up, that was only the second year that they had been offering Encounter online. And wow, that's, it was one of the best decisions of my life because like, it's been, it's really been a game changer. Like I use that word often to describe Encounter and, uh, and, um, and so that's where we find ourselves now with Karen and I taking it at the same year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I too, I, I really wanted more of the Holy Spirit. I wanted to understand, I, I really felt something was missing in my understanding. And, and again, I met Colleen as well at school because I was working there. 
and she um, told me about Encounter and about the Fearless video to go watch it. It was a documentary on the school that was done. And I thought, I watched that and I went, wow, that is what I want. That's what's missing in my life. So I signed up and haven't looked back. It's great. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about like your experience with with the school. So Etienne, you mentioned that it's, it's been a game changer for you. So um, break that down a little bit for us. What's, how would you, um, well, why is it that you describe uh, your experience and encounter as a game changer? Well, first of all, like I do have um, some education from the seminary. And so like theologically, I, I had already been formed in, in various areas, but what encounter really focuses on is really applying um, the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit and teaching disciples to activate that in their lives. So it's it's a very practical program, a very practical school. Um, throughout the course, they do lots and lots of what are what they call activations, in which they put people in small groups, and then you're you actually test out. Uh, you practice with the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, and so they provide like a. Like it's like a training ground for those supernatural gifts. And then, so once you've become kind of gone in like a little bit of practice, then you're able to go out into the world and, um, and also activate those gifts with people that you meet every day. And in so doing, uh, you're able to evangelize and proclaim the good news with signs and wonders, as Karen said, you know, um, and those primarily entail, you know, things like, physical healing and inner healing, uh, prophetic words, words of knowledge. Um, yeah. So for me, the reason why it was such a game changer is because now I'm able to um, like, use the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit in my job as a teacher. So with my students, um, I pray with my students all the time now for physical healing and for uh, experiencing the presence of the Holy Spirit. And so many of my students have encountered God in a very experiential way. And so that is something that I attribute to the Encounter School uh, for the fruits that came from that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah that's incredible. <clears throat> I've heard regularly that uh, our experience of the Holy Spirit is, um, for lack of a better term, muted, or, uh, or that our experience of the Holy Spirit is different than the first experience of the apostles at Pentecost. Uh, and um, and it's it's almost as if we're we're feeling as though we're receiving like a second rate version or like a like a remnant of the Holy Spirit, and yet it's that's far from the truth. We we receive the exact same Holy Spirit in all its power, and all its uh, and and as as those first disciples did uh, at, at Pentecost. And of course, you know, when we read throughout throughout the Acts of the Apostles, you hear that signs and wonders were um, were made in Jesus' name and and were experienced and healings, etc. So, Karen. You know, sh share with you, share with us some of your experience of that and an experience of uh, of witnessing signs and wonders through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, I, um, for me, um, like participating in Alpha has just just taken it to a new level when it comes to praying for baptism in the Holy Spirit with people. Um, I didn't, I just understand it so much better now, and and just the what 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 we bring to each participant now is, is, is just, um, can't even describe it. It's so amazing. And, you know, and you learn better to how to pastor them through 
uh, as you're praying in the Holy Spirit, you know, the manifestations, you, you help pastor them through that, what's happening. Um, uh, prophecy, I didn't, I didn't know that, you know, St. Paul said we should all strive for prophecy. So now, like, practicing pro- pro- prophecy at school and now with, you know, others, I've I, I, um, been able to bring consolation and encouragement to people that they know it's not me, it, they, they feel the love of God, that it has to only be coming from God, what I've just said. And it's just really, um, really help them go forward. Um, and um, inner healing has been incredible. Etienne mm-hmm. and I do a lot of inner healing sessions now with people that just really get at the source of the wounds and brokenness, trauma that pe- we all have in our lives. And just walking with Jesus in that session and listening to the Holy Spirit and guiding people to um, to hear the voice of Christ and to heal those wounds. Like it's so, it's just so beautiful to watch. Um, and I, I didn't know we could do that. I, it's just incredible. So those are more like for me, it's like a, um, personal Friends, and even just at our coffee house now that we have, you know, we just always praying with people now that I didn't do before. It's okay. great. How do you how do you approach uh, an individual with that invitation to pray? How, how do you move from the you know what how's the weather to um, to then it, you know providing an opportunity to to let the Holy Spirit move through prayer? Um, I guess for. For, for me, um, a lot of times the, it, the, the opportunity comes up, like with Alpha and, and things like that. You're, um, but when you're out in the public, it's harder. But like I, for me, like I, at, um, I was at my physio and she had a broken wrist and she wanted to do the Camino. And I just knew the Holy Spirit was telling me, you got to step in here. So it's just sort of just coming from love of Christ for that person that he wants, he wants to bring healing, whether it's physical or internal. And then we just, you know, I just gently sort of mentioned, you know, I, you know, I pray for healing. Would you like me to pray for healing? And then she starts talking about her pain in her life of um, that she stopped believing in God. And so that just gives us that next in to bring that inner healing. So it's just really listening to the Holy spirit. Okay. For me too, it's, uh, yeah, so there's like acquaintances where whenever there's a need, like especially for physical healing, because it's such a, it doesn't take very long. Mm -hmm. It's a great way to introduce the gospel by Mm -hmm. demonstrating the power of the gospel um, with acquaintances. But then also like Karen, also through the parish, like done, I've done along with my prayer partner, have done uh, tons of inner healing sessions this summer, right? Like, and then also because I'm a teacher, there's so many opportunities uh, just as a teacher to pray with my students, especially my religion students. But, you know, word spreads as well. So I'll just give mm-hmm. you one one example among hundreds, hundreds of examples just uh, in the last year, year and a half. Uh, so two students that I, I didn't even teach uh, came to me. Um, usually they come at lunch, you know, because there's time then. And both of them had bad sore throats and they... They heard through some other students that people are getting healing. So they asked for a prayer. So I prayed with both of them and both of them, their sore throats were instantly healed. And 
so what I've started doing in my classroom is I have a board up on the wall um, and it's got a it's entitled supernatural testimonies and I've got I just get students to put up sticky notes with little testimonies of the healing that they receive and so uh, a board full of those testimonies uh, is a witness to uh, students who don't believe right that mm -hmm. uh, they see that God is alive and active and that he really cares about them. He really wants to bring healing into their lives. Like it's not enough just to believe in God because, you know, like you can believe in God, but not love God. But it's to recognize that God is such a good, loving father who yeah. wants to heal you. Yes. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We, we've also done it. Our, um, we have monthly adoration. And so we've um, brought prayer teams into that. And then we also, um, Krista, who, who runs them, she's make sure there's always always a testimony at it. And, and then so she'll have purposely had some testimony about God healing today in different ways. So because so, a lot of parishioners don't know if there's a prayer team, they don't know to come and ask for physical healing. It's, you know, more maybe just to pray for me or to pray for someone else. So, so we built it in through that way to educate a little bit so that they, oh, okay, you know, I can go ask for this. And so that's kind of brought more people to asking for it so that we don't necessarily go look for it sometimes. Yeah. Okay. H how would you respond to someone um, who, who has some skepticism and some, you know, some doubt that, that God could heal today and wants to heal today? And on the flip side, how would you respond to someone who um, who may not receive healing in the moment uh, with their expectations and you know some of their their um, yeah just kind of managing some of the expectations that that people might have when uh, when approaching and asking for prayer ministry? That's a good question. Um, um, we have. Um, Sorry, I'm going blank there. Okay, I'll go. Uh, so one, uh, one of Encounter's saying, sayings is that Christ did not die for a powerless church. Right. He died on the cross, and through the cross, he merited for us not just our salvation, but also all of the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit, which we can use to build up his holy church. Mm -hmm. And so Jesus, Jesus is alive and active, and... Ultimately, when we bring people to God, we we don't want people to just see us. We want people to be able to see Christ through us. And so, I mean, this is where personal testimony is so important. Um, and the reason why we encourage people in encounter when they receive a healing to share their testimony with others, because right. testimonies build faith, right? And testimonies is something that you can't contradict because it's a it's some it's it's a first-hand experience of something mm -hmm. and i suppose that that would be a starting place um also like in my own experience it, it doesn't require a huge amount of faith for someone to receive a healing now it is true that if someone doesn't have a lot of faith they might still receive a healing but not a full healing okay right so so healing does to some degree well it does depend on one's faith um, but you don't, you know, you don't need to have faith the size of a mountain in, or, in order to receive a healing. It's sufficient to have a faith the size of a mustard seed. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing is, um, what was the second question you asked? Oh, I had asked about 
skepticism and uh, and then those that that doesn't they, that may not receive uh, immediate or may not right. see results. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those who don't get results right away, we emphasize that God always wants to heal either in the moment or mm-hmm. in the future, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and to trust in God's providence. And one thing that I find so encouraging about prayer is it, it helps ground the person in God's providence to know that, you know, God can heal you, wants to heal you. But sometimes it is for our benefit to allow us to bear the cross a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but he's going to heal us eventually, right? So there's that aspect of it. And then there's also the aspect that um, we all, if if you make someone feel like they're loved and valued by praying with them, then you've succeeded right. in, in your purpose, right? So, so long as a person goes away encouraged and feeling loved, even if they don't experience the healing, you've, then it's still a win. Right. It's still a W. Yeah. And, and, and at times too, people are healed later. Like we found that, that, you know, we didn't, you know, it didn't seem like there was any healing, but then we found out, the next alpha, they were testifying that when we prayed over her shoulder, the next day it was healed. Okay. So there's a lot of, we were, we let them know that too, that it, it can be gradual. It can be gradual healing that we've seen too. It's just really just remarkable too. Okay. Uh, based on your experience with Encounter, it, it sounds like just the overall experience has been, um, a, a way for the Holy Spirit to, to surprise you in, in the best way possible. Uh, but can you, can you think of some um, sort of uh, more specific examples of where the Holy Spirit has, has surprised you um, through, through, um, through a healing or through an encounter or through uh, an opportunity that was brought forward? Like, you know, how has the Holy Spirit surprised you? Yeah, I've had, I've found what surprised me was how fun this Holy Spirit can be. Like when I was praying before Alpha, we were doing, we were invited to come talk, um, to come and and pray. And the the talk was, does Jesus heal today? And so we did like a mini healing service, Etienne and I. So I prayed, I went in the church and I prayed for words of knowledge of who does God, Lord, who do you want to heal today? And, and I just saw a picture of a, like a white Adidas running shoe. And I thought, oh, okay. But I knew from school to at, press in for more. I said, well, work. And then I saw that emoji, the little running, the, the leg, the running leg of the emoji. And I just thought it was so funny. But that's why he wanted to heal somebody with a running injury. And, and, but it was just so funny that it was this emoji symbol that I saw. And, uh, and he did. He healed a running injury over the phone during oh, wow. alpha uh, during yeah. the alpha session so it's he's quite it's just i love the fun his sense of fun and and also for me it, it, the being so personal like mm. I, I didn't realize i didn't know just that you know you know that personal relationship with jesus but wow the personal relationship with the holy spirit uh is really was uh surprising for me what that's like and let me share a little uh, testimony. Um, this is just one of many. So one cool thing is that sometimes the Lord has, you know, we, we have our minds set on uh, a particular person that we're praying with for their healing. But sometimes the Lord will do stuff um, behind the scenes that we don't realize. So like, okay, there was one 
uh, grade eight math. It was actually a math class that I was teaching this last year. And near the end of the year, some of the students were hearing about some of the healing prayers. So a few uh, students were asking for prayers in class. So one student had a really bad headache. Um, and so I invited him to the front of the class and we would just say a couple prayers with him. And so we prayed for him and his uh, headache, which was, I forget, it was like a pain. It was a really bad headache. So I think it was like a nine out of 10 for headaches. Well, it was, it was completely healed, went right down to zero. But as we prayed, af afterwards, one of the students said, Mr. O'Toole, like, now this might sound a little weird, but this was the best he could describe it. He said, my leg moved. I said, okay. Like the students, some of them chuckled. Uh, but then right afterwards, I gave some homework to the students and I asked them, oh, did, like, did you have an injury that you needed praying for? And he, at first he said no, but then he, he realized, he remembered that like a few years ago, he had sustained a soccer injury, um, which um, every time he ran, he would get like a pain of eight out of 10. And it was like a permanent thing. And so he was so used to it by then that he didn't recognize it. So I said, can I pray for you right now? So I prayed with him and he felt like electricity passing mm. through his body. And then uh, the, the following week, when I saw them again, uh, I asked them, how he was doing and this is a you know faithful kid so i know he's speaking the truth because he he's not a you know he's not one that i would expect to be uh um deceitful uh he said he played soccer at first he felt like a little bit of pain but then the pain disappeared and since then uh he's had a full healing of this year-long injury and what was so cool about that is like i wasn't praying for him i was praying for another student and the holy spirit was moving in him right right well, that's, that's cool. Yeah. If I can say something going back to, to the, um, you were saying about, you know, skepticism and stuff too, it's also an opportunity to find out why they're skeptic, why they're, where that comes from. And then, you know, you could see that maybe there's a wall they've built up. So then we would go into an inner healing mode where we'd use the tool to looking at, you know, where does this wall come from? And, you know, if they're open, like they, they'll see and God is working. He wants to bring them healed. He wants them to have faith in him. So it's, there's just, again, from encounter, we learn so many different ways of, of, of praying for people that there's, you know, or even just if you're, you could ask them if they're open, you can pray over them to ask the presence of Christ to come over them if they're would they be open to that and right. he will come yeah and then and then they're you know there's you just have to pay attention to the holy spirit what you know where the person is what's going on yeah okay okay so to our proclaim listeners <clears throat> uh if if this is something that is intriguing you and you're you're interested in, in knowing more about encounter um Karen and Etienne, how would they go about uh, finding out more? Um, and, and what are some of the practical things that you could offer to uh, a listener who's quite intrigued now by Encounter? And you know, what are some of the next steps that they could, they could take? Well, if they're, the, this, the, the, the school starting, the, next, the current year starts like in a week or so. So it's, it might be a bit late to actually sign up. They could try, but there's, there's a great documentary on YouTube called Fearless. Fearless. And it yeah. give yeah, Fearless okay. on YouTube. And it'll just covers the whole what this what Patrick and Father Matthias are doing. Um, there's on uh, 
Instagram, you can follow um, Encounter, I think it's Encounter Ministries Catholic, and you can see all the, they put on all these different events. They don't just teach you and then leave you. There's all these great events that anyone can come online to, like they have healing services in Michigan, and you can come on to Zoom. And we've been, we've seen healing, we've been healed through just online service, online. So, So there's, there's those ways. Yeah. And just as a reference point, we're recording this uh, late August, actually right at the end of August. So uh, it right. sounds like, yeah, the, uh, the the school follows a ministry cycle or uh, an academic cycle as well. Like, uh, you know, cohort mm-hmm. starts in, in September. So mm-hmm. uh, so if you're listening to this months mm-hmm. later or whenever you're listening to it, that that, mm-hmm. that just uh, gives a bit a bit of a, a timestamp to, to when the school starts. Mm-hmm. So, Okay. And, and just say too, it's it's firmly grounded in the Catholic faith. Like Dr. Mm. Mary Healy is on the, is is the main advisor. So okay. it's you know that's nothing to don't worry about that. It's fully grounded in yes, the and you can, Catholic faith. You can see the long list of bishops and theologians that have officially endorsed the school by uh, going on their website, EncounterSchool.org. Okay. And there they have a description also of the school, the two-year program, which is broken up into eight quarters. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. This is incredible. Uh, I'm, I'm just so encouraged by what I'm hearing uh, by way of how God is moving in your life and in the lives of those that are um, that you get to encounter and 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 share your life with them and uh, share a life of prayer with them and to offer prayer and to uh, to bring the Holy Spirit into the lives of others. It's it's absolutely inspiring. Uh, maybe I can wrap up with this last question. What what's one thing you'd love to encourage our Proclaim listeners? Um, what what's what would you like to to leave uh, our our with for our proclaimed listeners? Well, I would say that uh, whether or not you take encounter, um, I would encourage parishes in general to rediscover the importance of prayer ministry. Mm. Uh, I think prayer ministry is so important because it helps people to. Um, have a encounter with Jesus and with the love of God. And in my mind, prayer ministry should be one, one of the most important things that a parish offers. But, but what we see in practice is that it's, it's not always available for people. And so I would, in general, whether or not you're thinking of taking encounter of the course, you get more formation and like be trained in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Um, if you feel like the Holy Spirit is prompting you to maybe get involved in prayer ministry, there are other programs too, like Unbound, which mm-hmm. um, which encounter is based on, and and some other um, some other programs which can can help give you formation to start becoming a more powerful prayer warrior mm-hmm. in your parish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and just to, um, I think if you're doubting that it's this can't be for you, I just go back and you know read what St. Paul writes about the charisms, the supernatural charisms that we all strive for them. And Jesus himself said that if, we're, if we believe in him and declare him Lord, we will do, and he expects us really to do, to heal the sick to bring words, prophetic words, deliverance, you know, all those things. Like it's in the gospel. It, it's, it's, I don't know, I guess you could say he's commanding us, but not to be afraid. Like it's so gentle and it, and the, the, you're going to, your gifts are going to be your own unique gifts 
mm. that that are going to flourish. Amen. Amen. I think we'll land it there. So to our Proclaim listeners, I hope that was uh, an inspiring conversation that uh, you uh, you listened to. I, I'm certainly inspired. My faith has been strengthened just simply by uh, hearing the witness and testimony of Karen and Etienne. Thank you so much, uh, Karen and Etienne, for taking the time to share your experience of the Holy Spirit, your experience of Encounter School of Ministry. We'll put uh, some links of uh, some of the, the sites and the, the videos that, that was shared uh, in uh, during this episode uh, if this has been an inspiring or encouraging episode to you please consider liking our uh, our podcast and also sharing this with others of course uh, our goal with proclaim is to awaken disciples to proclaim jesus and uh, if you have uh, an inspiration or a prompting to uh, to seek the holy spirit consider encounter and consider taking the time mm -hmm. to uh, be a part of that and uh, perhaps the Holy Spirit is also prompting you to be part of a prayer ministry team, either here in our archdiocese or more, um, more potently in your parish, within your community, within those that you get to see every Sunday and perhaps uh, multiple times throughout the week. So thank you very much, Karen. Thank you, Etienne, for taking the time to be part of our Proclaim podcast. Thank you for having us, Eric. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having us. God bless. Yes. Very good. God bless you.